Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Coat Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Heidrich, along with... Nate Cross. And David Nimitz. I'm back after a two-week absence. The one week I had a conflict, the other week I chose to play golf. Not ashamed of it. You, oh, right, right, because you missed Lackey two weeks ago, or I guess three weeks ago at this point. Uh, we took a week off for break. Took a week off for um, break. Hope everybody's Christmas and New Year was fantastic. We had our first day of school today. Or Hanukkah. Today. Or Hanukkah. Or Hanukkah. Yeah, I hope everybody's holiday was good. Sorry. Um, yeah. But we, uh, we're we here uh, on January 3rd. We join you after Starting a time. well-needed rest. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get right back into sports. We had some we good things. We don't join you. We don't join you from the yellow room. Yeah, we're not in the yellow room today. We're on the form of Zoom due to conflicts we have this week. Um, as you can hear from Ben's audio, is my audio bad? No, when you when you said welcome, you said it loud, so it like it like it like uh, made the audio a little funky, but it's fine. Okay, great. Um, but not in the yellow room. But we join you with some. Uh, College football, some NFL. I don't know if you guys have any NBA. Probably not. Um, I don't think so. All right, no NBA, no Maybe. college basketball either. Nothing really went on there. Well, so man, really, we're just talking man. NFL playoff situation and some 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 uh, NCA football. And right now, we're going to get into the Calvert Hall sports schedule. We're we're now into our our winter seasons. So um, we'll start with. Nothing on Thursday, so we go to Friday, January 5th. JV basketball, 4 p.m. away at St. Francis. 4 p.m., varsity wrestling, home versus Mount St. Joe. Varsity basketball, 7 p.m. away at St. Francis. And varsity hockey, 7 p.m., home versus St. Paul the Fourth Catholic. Uh, January 6th, this is a Saturday, 1 p.m., fresh off basketball, home versus St. John's, D.C., uh, JV basketball, 1 p.m. home versus St. John's, D.C. And varsity basketball, 7 p.m. away versus City College. I'm assuming that's a high school. Um, wow, I hope this is not real. I guarantee you it is, though. But Sunday, January 7th, a 5 a.m. indoor track varsity game mm. away. 5 a.m. <laughs> and it's away. Away, 5 a.m. We're moving to Monday. Imagine, imagine if you're coming, you're coming from the from the uh, state border in PA. Yeah, yeah it would suck. get up at three thirty, get to your meet. Not good. Mm. Monday, January eighth, JV hockey, three p.m. home versus Bishop O'Connell. JV wrestling, four p.m. away versus Mount St. Joe. Varsity basketball, four thirty home versus Overly. That'll be a good game. We do anything for that, Nate? Um. I don't think so. We should. I know we're doing uh this Friday we have the uh we have the a the hockey game versus St. Paul's Catholic. Okay. Um, um that for sure. Varsity hockey away versus Mount St. Joe, six PM. Tuesday, J V hockey three PM home versus Good Council. J V swimming four PM away versus Gilman. Varsity swimming 5 p.m. away versus Gilman. Varsity squash 7:30 p.m. home versus Boys Ladin. Shout out and then we're rounding off with a Wednesday, January 10th. Junior varsity basketball 4 p.m. home versus Mount Carmel. Varsity wrestling 4 p.m. away versus Bishop Archbishop Spalding High School. 
Gentlemen, it's your turn to shine. Oh, it's our turn? I love talking. It's your turn uh, to shine. I know you like talking. That's why I gave you the spotlight. Okay. We're going to start. We're going we're gonna to jump around a bit here. Um, I lied when I said I don't have news from around the entire sports world. Um, but I, I hate some, people I can, Yeah, I know. It sucks. Um, anyway, the Blue Jays re-signed Kevin Kiermeyer to a one-year $10 million deal. That, that's good. That's good. Uh, 33-year-old, um, you know, very utility guy, defensive-oriented. Right. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer probably doesn't deserve 10 mil, but. He deserves 10 mil because of what he brings in the locker room. I think it's about it. I mean, Kyle Gibson got 10 mil, so, I mean. Because of what he brings in the locker room. Well, to be fair, he was also, like, if you were looking at our lineup last year, uh, excluding minor league call-ups, it was like, okay, Kyle Gibson is legitimately your best pitcher in the rotation. So, you know, you that's probably... Kevin Kiermaier's, like, their best hitter? Or? I think he's better than Vlad, for sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the middle-of-the-order bat right there for 10 mil. I'd say it's a bargain. It is. You were almost serious. It was fun. Uh, the White Sox signed uh, Martin Maldonado to a one-year contract. Um, very, very, uh, very. Hey, he goes by Martin. Martin. Is it not Martin? He goes by Martin. I mean, Martin. Oh, my fault. It's Martin. Um, does it really matter? No. But anyway. Uh, this is an interesting signing. Not very efficient offensively. Martin is. He's also he, like 40. Yeah, he's also he 37 old. years old. Um, in a White Sox team that really has no direction and continues with that. Two really catchers. He's good behind the plate, though. He is a good defensive catcher. He's more than a gold glove. He might have two. In his time. Might have a couple. Um, bad news for Ben. Uh, NFL world and bad news. I don't know if it's bad news for the Vikings because they're out, but it is bad news. What, Hawk? Hawkinson tears his ACL and his MCL. Um, ending his season with one game left, so that's no shocker there. But uh, I think that's not good. What? Uh, well, it's. It, I would rather have it week 17 than week one. You know, his stats. Wait, no, I wouldn't. Would I? No. What are his numbers this year? Um, this year, he uh, he's had a little bit of a drop problem. Um, he definitely has. I agree. Uh, but he's put up uh, 960 yards and five touchdowns. Oh, 950. So he was a little bit shy of 1,000, which is pretty uh, impressive considering the rotations and quarterbacks that they've had this year. They have Justin Jefferson and K.J. Osborne. and Justin Jefferson's been hurt. And also, I kind of disproved my point because backup quarterbacks usually rely more on uh, safe throws and dump downs. So he's probably getting more volume with mediocre quarterbacks such as Josh Dobbs and Nick Mullins. Um, don't you don't you talk bad on, on Nick Mullins, okay? Well, I thought you were going to say Josh Dobbs. I thought you were going to say this. Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I just, Immediately jumped. Everybody's off that Josh Dobbs train now. Come on. 
Um, if anybody wants to know, Kansas defeated uh, UNLV in the 2023 Guaranteed Rate Bowl, by far the worst name bowl. We went over them last year. There were a couple that were a little strange, and we weren't sure how they were actually named a bowl. But the one was like a, named after a lawn mowing company. Hmm. We went over it last year. We were really confused. Um, a lot of bad bowl names. So, and then we have an interesting situation here with Denver. Um, Denver's a mess, unfortunately. They've got a lot of players, but they've got a head coach who is very vocal and sometimes not a very good leader. And then Russell Wilson. Um, Trash. To avoid paying his $37 million guarantee, um, they are they sat him for the last two games, or going to sit him. And it, uh, this is a messy situation. We assume that he's going to be released um, in the March. I think he's, first, he's expected to be released. Uh, March like, 1st or 2nd, deadline. Uh, or not deadline, I guess, opening period for that when the season's over. And the NFL actually chimed in and said that what the Broncos did was not legal in NFL terms, that they can't do that to avoid somebody's guaranteed money. Um, So I don't know how this is going to unfold, but I'm assuming there will be a punishment passed down to the Broncos from the NFL, probably a fine and some sort of draft compensation. It's a sticky situation. Um, just that whole situation's a mess, it, anyways. It's, it's a finance. It's a smart financial move, but it's also kind of sleazy. Like, uh, I guess it's all it, just that the whole Broncos Russell Wilson trade has just been terrible for them. Um, so, I do have um, something while we're on the topic of NFL. I don't know if you two saw this, but um, prayers to Tyreek Hill and his family. Oh yeah, prayer for um, yeah. News uh, that uh, a fire broke out in their, their home. Um, their family is safe. Him and his family got out, but there was a fire at his house. Yeah, um, I, don't think they have, I don't think they have to worry too much about finding a backup house for now. No, I don't think so. I just, just I hope yeah. the dogs and cats and kitties are... His main house caught on fire, but his outhouse is good for a family of right. nine. So I think they're fine. <laughs> his four-bedroom outhouse is okay. Right, right. I think we're chilling. Um. Uh, hopping over to the NBA world, I did not have this on my NBA bingo card. Come on, you said no um, NBA. Golly. Well, I have to. I have to Aaron, Aaron Gordon will be injured for a little bit after sustaining multiple dog bites. I did not have a player getting bitten by dogs on the injury report on my NBA bingo card for this year, but it has been marked off on a free space. So. All right. So uh, that is that. You didn't put parlay on that at the beginning of the year. No, I did not. That I thought for sure that would that, that would work. Okay. Um, VT beat Tulane in the twenty twenty three military bowl. Um, this is actually this is actually important because Tulane was ranked, 
Um, they were eleven and two coming into this game, but you know how you know how teams like this are ranked in weak conferences. People are going back and forth on how they should be ranked, and uh, this is the reason why they're not ranked high. A very middle of the pack Virginia Tech team beat them by twenty one points. So that's you know. We got a Duke's Mayo Bowl sighting in this year's circuit. West Virginia beats Unk in the 2023 uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl. Unk, of course, is UNC. Uh, I actually, if I was a head coach, I don't know about you guys, I wouldn't want to win this game because I don't want that Mayo shower. Yeah, I don't really want Mayo on me. I don't think uh, Loxley enjoyed it. Enjoyed no, it last year. I would be. I would be really mad. I want to. He really enjoyed it last year. Actually, he said. No. He said he enjoyed it. No. Huh? He did not enjoy it. Dude, I cannot imagine smelling like mayo for days. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you smell uh, like for days, but USC. It's definitely an unfortunate um, turn of events. Yeah, it's like you're really happy, and then all of a sudden your face is covered with mayo. Yeah, like, or Lox's in Lox's case is bald head. I mean, it would slide right off. I would actually rather have no hair getting mayo dumped. On yeah, agree. Hair. I agree. Um, but anyway, USC beat Louisville in the Holiday Bowl, um, proving even more that Louisville is fraudulent, um, and that anybody who said. Florida State deserved to be in the playoffs is out of their mind, which was me like a month ago. But they beat they put forty two up on Louisville and beat them pretty bad, and Florida State could barely even get past them. Um, so there's that. Oak State defeats Texas A and M in the twenty twenty three Texas Bowl. So we actually have a you know how does Texas A and M get to play in the Texas Bowl? That's cheating. Yeah, not fair. I'm, I don't know. Does every Texas Bowl a Texas team play? Is it? I doubt. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe. I, actually, I don't really know. Um, we can – oh, this is the worst bowl name, the Pinstripe Bowl. That's a terrible name. It's not a bad name. It's tough. I think uh, Maryland was in that yeah. two years ago. They, yes. or they beat Purdue. They played in the, I thought they played in the military one last year, right? I thought it was the Mayo Bowl. Oh, last the year. Mayo Bowl last year. That's right. I forgot. They played in the the Music City Bowl this year, whatever. Oh yeah. Actually, talked to AJ. He said they got so much swag. Yeah, I know. Give me some. He said they brought in like buckets and boxes and everything full of swag. Um. So yeah, Rutgers beat Miami in the Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, Kansas beat NC State in the Pop Tart Bowl. So that's actually huge news. Uh, Kansas, State. Kansas State, huh? You see the trophy for the Pop Tart Bowl? Yeah, it's edible. There's Pop Tarts on it. It's, I mean, but there's an edible Pop Tart. It's the biggest Pop Tart in the world. I would want to win that bowl way over the Duke's the Mayo Bowl. That one's pretty fun too. You get you get chips. Do you get one of those uh, tortilla sombreros from Despicable Me Two? I I've always wanted one of those. Ever since that movie came out. That's in your hopes and dreams. It's close. It's up there. Is it your would bucket? Be, it would be one of my three wishes if I did, Genie. Your bucket list is to wear a Tostitos sombrero. I'd bring it on Shark Tank. Um, 
the the Pistons going to the NBA, the Pistons are now the biggest losers in NBA history, right? Yeah. Or tied for the biggest loser. loser. They've lost they lost twenty eight consecutive games um before winning. Uh preventing them from losing twenty nine straight. So, you know, you gotta be you gotta be upset if you're a Pistons fan. And um you gotta you gotta now it seems like a fair assessment to say that Monty Williams was never a good coach. Who's fraudulent. And that he was carried by D Book and that decent Suns team that they had, right? Yeah. When they when they were actually really good, like the year he won coach of the year, KD wasn't there, Beal wasn't there. It was just Book, Aiton, Mikhail Bridges and Hey question, hold on. Yeah? It says five minutes left in your meeting. Does that mean the meeting's gonna end? No, no. Okay, cool. Just Um, I just, yeah. I just, the you know I'm the beautification process. I just I, want to sure. Yeah, thoughts, Dave. I mean, with the Pistons, I mean, obviously, you know, it seems like Monty Williams is fraudulent, especially looking at it from the fact that like the Pistons are bad, but like you look at the roster, they're not like three wins bad. Like no team should be that bad. I mean, you still have good pieces there. Like Cade is a future, I think, several time All Star, maybe All NBA player. Jalen Dern is really nice. He's like a double-double machine. And then, you know, Azar's there, uh, Jane Ivey, you know, Killian Hayes. Is, the, the thing is, do you say Killian Hayes? Uh, Killian Hayes is going to be there giving you two, 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 and two, two with two five points. turnovers. Sorry, on, on 28% shooting. Yeah, he's yeah. going to go two of 11 from the field. Right. It's not like bros putting up, you know, two points and six assists on three shots. It's high volume. For, for Killian Hayes to be. But, yeah, I just think there's a lot of capital invested in this very young team. Um, and I just, it's uh, you know, it's unfortunate, to say the least, to lose 28 straight to almost lock up um, the highest lottery odds for next year. And it's just, as you, I mean, Detroit, you just got to be miserable. I mean, the city I'm, or the team? I mean, I guess not the whole city. If you're if you don't like the NFL and you only watch baseball and and basketball, you've got to be miserable right now. You were talking about Detroit. Detroit. What do you, what do you mean, bad? The Lions aren't bad. You said you said, I said if you, if you don't watch if you don't watch football. Right, but you said if you only watch the NFL. Sorry, I was just correcting you. That was rude. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. I thought I said if you only watch. You said if you only watch the NFL. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I forgive you. I really do. It's okay. I'm. Um. Okay. So we have a few more bowls. Just very quickly, going to go over Arizona beat Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Um, that's surprising, just because I don't. Not the ranking wise, just Arizona has historically not been very good. Oklahoma has, but Oklahoma's obviously taken a step back and looks to be like in a what do you call it in college football when a team's just like it's not a rebuild, but like revamp? Uh, a couple yeah. down years. Retool? Yeah, down, Retool? a down year or two. For them, for their standards at least, it was a down year. Um 
Oklahoma finished retool, Dave. <laughs> yeah, retool. Retooling. Oklahoma finished ten and three, which isn't which isn't like it's not terrible. It's not. It's it's very good. It's just Oklahoma standard, and I don't think their a lot of their wins were very impressive. It's like the Steelers going ten and seven. Like what is that saying? They were uh, ranked though, right? Were they? they were I think ranked. for a while. I don't know if they start if they were in the bowl ranked, but um. It was the Wildcats' first ten win season since twenty fourteen. So if you're a if you're a Wildcat fan, this is the best feeling you've had since Gronk um was on your team. I obviously Gronk was there like two thousand ten or whatever. But Clemson beats Kentucky in the Gator Bowl. So Dabo gets a, a bowl under his belt. See what, oh, see what Nate just did. Uh Ken, <laughs> Kentucky um just is the more more falling off for Kentucky. Um, I think middle of the year I was really high on Kentucky and they just haven't been able to put it together throughout the year. Um, Notre Dame beats Oregon State in the 2023 Sun Bowl. Is that really shocking at all? No. I'll answer my own question. Uh, it was pure domination. It was 40 to eight. Oregon State started the year very well um, and ended on a not so great note, and I think Notre Dame progressively got better throughout the year. Um, so there's that. Um, you mentioned Tennessee, Iowa, or was I just not paying attention? Um, I'm actually the domination. All right, we're going to speed run a few things. Uh, Red Sox sign Lucas. Uh, how do you say his last name, boys? Giolito. Giolito to a two-year, yep. thirty-eight and a half. Uh, million dollar contract. That half million comes in big, man. It does. Um, I, this is this money. It's a lot of money to invest in a starter who's relatively young for being a starting pitcher. He's twenty nine. He's he's been pretty good though. Um, last year he posted a four point eight ERA. Um. The strikeout ratio was okay, and what's his best year? Um, he's had some really good years, I think. He won an MVP, or he won, not an MVP. He won a Cy Young, didn't he? I don't, I don't think, think so. He might have been second in, in a race. I think he had. Well, he had a couple really good years, I think, or maybe one. His yeah, oh. three point four seven ERA in twenty nineteen. Many strikeouts? Um, but but he's throwing a lot of innings. Like he's throwing. A lot, a lot of innings. Yeah, so. he eats up innings and doesn't give up a lot of runs. Yeah, and he strikes a lot of people out. That's so. that's pretty cool. How he's a how's he, he's a Red Sox. Yeah, he's he in the Guardians. Um, good pickup for them potentially. Maybe he can get his ERA a little bit down. Maybe not so close to five with the Red What's Sox. His career ERA. Um, a little over four. Yeah, a little over four. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, Memphis defeats Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl. Um, Missouri beats Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, which is uh, very surprising. Missouri gets a New York's New New Year's Six Bowl, right? This was New Year's. No, it was not a New Year New Year's Six Bowl. But Missouri's defense dominated Ohio State. Not good if you're a Buckeyes fan because, you know, your offense has been struggling all year. 
Uh, you at least want to end the year on a good note, and you don't even score a touchdown. Um, just got to be understandably a little bit comical. Yeah, but Comacord's not there. Wasn't doing much, but, you know. It's a big uh, loss. Big loss. Yeah, if you throw a backup in there, it doesn't have any game experience. So. Um, but you got to be hyped if you're a Missouri fan. I mean, just being mediocre for so long and then finishing – Top ten in the in the polls has got to feel great, especially as an SEC team. You know, uh, trying to uh, punch up in the SEC is not something that teams do very often. Um, I think Missouri might get back to their uh, to their old ways of winning with Doriel Green Beckham. Uh, rotating to the NBA real quick. Shout out my boy Gordon Dragic. Uh, on a fantastic he, he retired to the okay. after a long career, 15 seasons. He's uh, 37 Jeez. years old. So good for him. Miami Heat legend will go down probably in their, uh, you know, Hall of Honor. I don't think they'll retire his jersey, but he'll definitely be uh, a Miami Heat fan favorite for as long as their franchise. He's a legend. Big trade in the NBA world. I, I actually, I am so sorry for lying to you, Ben, because there's very active NBA. Yeah, that was a big lie. I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need an apology tomorrow. Okay, I got you. I'll get you. I'll get you. Not in school today. What's that about? I think they're both sick. Um, <laughs> anyway, the Knicks traded for uh, OG Ananobi, personal favorite of mine, um, and who? And um, send R.J. Barrett to Toronto. Um, the Knicks they also they also acquire Precious Chua, um, and the Toronto acquires Emmanuel quickly and a second round pick. I met this trade, this trade for me. I don't know about you. Actually, Dave, give your thoughts first before I dive in. This trade's really weird for me. Um, R.J. Barrett has a terrible contract. For like what he is, like right. he's young, and he's just he's from Canada, so he's going back to Canada, which is nice for him. Um, but really, just kind of like an inefficient player that doesn't really fit in that offense, like with Scotty and Pascal. I know they're trying to trade Pascal. Um, I like quickly as like a six man guy, like six man like bucket getter off the bench. Uh, and then I really liked OG. I think that's a good pickup for the yeah. Knicks. I mean that's a three and D guy. He's going to be right. fantastic at that. I definitely that upping, definitely you, upping their defense. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't precious. know if it puts you over like the over the edge if you're the Knicks because like you are losing two valuable uh, pieces with R.J. Barrett and quickly. But, but 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 look at your plus minuses in the score box after a few weeks, and look at your efficiency after a few weeks getting rid of a, a, a ball dominant guard and a freaking. Um and you know inefficient R.J. Barrett who they hope whatever R.J. Barrett out. is I don't know right. what they, they signed into a big contract hoping he'd break out and it just hasn't happened like they thought yeah. it would and they get a very very solid three and D guy like you said probably the best three and D yeah guy one of the best um, unfortunately they're gonna have to pay him he's gonna have to give him a bag but so. they're the Knicks so they have money to give right, obviously. right I don't know how much of the contract they're gonna be paying R.J. Barrett. I don't know how that worked out in the trade, but and they get a very valuable 
Um, I mean, undersized big man, but Precious Achua, very good defender and rebounder. It's just like, yeah. I think, to me, it seems very balanced. A very, like, both teams probably went away thinking they um, lost the trade, which means it was, I think it was a very even trade for both sides. I just, mm-hmm. as if I'm if I'm starting a team, I want OG Ananobi and Precious Achua over R.J. Barrett and and uh, Emmanuel quickly, just in my opinion. Like, I'm taking those two guys to build a culture around then not to build a culture around, but be guys who fit what I want to do on the court. I don't know if you agree with me, Dave, or not, but... Uh, yeah. Just, I think it's you know, an interesting trade for both sides. I think, I think it was kind of out of the out. blue. For me, it was out of the yeah. blue. I've been up to date on NBA trade rumors, but this team... Like, R.J. Barrett being dealt, that seemed almost like a deadline thing that would happen, you know, at least scoping out scoping out his value for a little bit longer. But this deal seemed too good to pass up for me if I'm New York, you know. So yeah, I, I understand agree. their quickness with that, especially so early into the season. Um, um, the Reds signed Frankie Montes, so... Um, you know, good for them, I guess. They gave him a bag. They gave him $16 million for one year. Yeah, they gave him way too much money. Um, he's been a bust so far in the league. Yeah. He's been hurt, though. He's, been, he's fine. But uh, he didn't do anything on the Yankees, which seems to be a trend with players they bring in at the deadline or, or just free agent-wise. Um, so we'll see, I guess, for the Reds. They can pull him together. Uh, Braves acquired Chris Sale, a guy at the tail end of his career. Um, but it's not a bad pickup, though. No, because they're, they're still contending. Thirty-four. He's not at the tail end. He he came in young, but he's still effective. But he's never. He just like, doesn't play. Like right. He just like, yeah. Maybe he's not at the tail end of his career because he's only had like actually six years of service in the league. He's but, hurt from, but from. Uh, 2010 or uh, what's it say? 2010 to 2018, he had 2.89 ERA. Yeah, he's one of the he was one of the best pitchers in baseball in his time. But like the one thing that that people don't look at in that trade, I mean, sure people are, but I I know on all sports news, I know that's what me and you were looking at. Um, some people may overlook Vaughn Grissom. Vaughn Grissom's a, a huge prospect. That dude's a stud, shortstop. Um, I think the Red Sox actually won that trade, in yeah, my opinion. Without but. a doubt, they won with with Vaughn Grissom. That guy's gonna be so good. Um, Need a replacement for. Xander. They're not gonna be paying him much because he's still on a rookie contract for the next five years. So that's a great pickup for them. But it's also, I think, for what the Braves want to accomplish right now, it fits what they. Pitching's not their issue, though. They don't really have any issues. They just gotta figure it out. Yeah, but but add you. I mean. You, can never go wrong with adding arms. When worse this happens, you just deal him at the deadline, cut your losses. Right. Uh, even earlier, if he's if it doesn't pan out. Um, and I do agree, like giving away, giving away a prospect like that. But at the same time, you just said they had no holes. So it's like, what's their value to their prospects? If you have a bunch right. of young, they're they're relying on Albies, Ozzy yeah. Albies, and um, Austin Riley, right? Or is he with the? Yeah, uh, he's a third baseman. Uh, third baseman. Who's, who's the one Orlando Arcia? Is that who's Orlando Arcia? Yeah, yeah. Who's the one who went to the Cubs? Dansby. 
Yeah, Dan, Dan Swanson, right. Um, all right. Still a stud. Yeah. You love that guy. I do. You love the Cubs, I think, in general. I do like the Cubs. Because I like Bellinger. Not necessarily. I liked him before him. I liked him because of Anthony yeah. Chris Bryant. Chris uh, Bryant. Yep, Chris Bryant. Um, oh, Ole Miss beats Penn State in the Peach Bowl. Um, domination. This is embarrassing for James Franklin. I think that was one of the worst contracts they could have handed anybody, um, giving him a 10-year extension. I think it was like 10 years, or t- 8 to 10 years, whatever. Um, and he just never shows up when it matters most. But if you're an Ole Miss fan, once again, you got to be ecstatic. Another SEC team who has just been consistently solid. And, um, God, I can't remember their head coach's name. Ole Miss? Yeah, I can't remember. Lane Kiffin? Lane Kiffin is doing a marvelous job with Ole Miss. And I think they could potentially be – I think they could play for – was this? Either way, I think they could be a top – Are you talking about the top ten team in football. The Peach Bowl is a pretty significant game. Yeah, Peach Bowl is a very, very good game. Um, What's up? What's up, Maryland? Maryland wins two bowl games in a row. I'm on the Loxley train for real now, boys. Dom, pure domination of Auburn. Always um, has been good coach. Shout out, shout out, uh, AJ Szymanski for having one solo tackle on special teams. He did have a tackle on special teams. Got to feel good as a true freshman there. Pushed the guy out of bounds. That's huge. Did you see his post with the, all the other tight ends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really funny. Cool. really funny. Thomas, he's really funny. Did you meet a lot of the players when you went out? Uh, a couple. I met I met AJ's roommate, and then I met a couple of his tight end friends. The time was really the, funny. Do you room with a tight end? No, he rooms with a with a four star defensive back or defensive back or a linebacker. I can't remember his name. That's you know. He didn't come out of his room the entire time. Oh man! Why are you put him on blast on the pod? Jeez, I don't remember who his name was. So it's. So Georgia proves everyone right. They killed Florida State in the Orange Bowl, sixty-three to three. Yes, this game was over very quickly. That proves that Florida State should never have been in, and Georgia should. Well, the Florida State had a lot of guys that opted out. Like their whole team yeah, yeah, opted yeah. out. Yeah, Jared Verse wasn't playing. They still would have won. Georgia still would have won, I think. But obviously not in a situation. You don't beat someone sixty-three to three just because some of their players opted out. No, no, no. But it's their best players. Yeah, because the ones that are opting out are their best players. Like Ben, that's like that's like saying, I don't know. It's like the Steelers game this weekend. Like, it's like Georgia last year. If like you just had Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, like all these guys like opt out. It's like, well, okay, then Brock you know. Bowers. I was he even playing right. at that point. I don't know if he was hurt. And um, then also like, you know, it's also but then also Carson Beck is hurt because like. In like in theory, like yeah, I guess they're still without their quarterback. But yeah, I still think Georgia's a better team than FSU, um, regardless of those opt outs and the Jordan Travis injury. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now we can go into oh, actually, the Bears clinched number one pick um, this weekend. Ooh. So from the courtesy of the Panthers. Um, what a terrible trade. Yeah, oh, just God. an awful trade. And 
Speaking of our boy David Tepper, who got fined 300K for throwing a drink at somebody after the game, he is the big reason he pushed for for them to trade the one to get to get Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, um, which was met with a lot of pushback from scouts and coaches among the organization who wanted Stroud, um, and is now you know a lot of stuff is coming out. I don't even. I don't mind that. It's more, I have a problem with, like, trading future assets when you're going to be bad. Like, you just shouldn't trade your first-round pick. And, like, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be, like, you know, what, uh, I guess, the Bears, it's going to be Darnell Wright, maybe Caleb Williams, DJ Moore, a bunch of other picks for Bryce Young, right? So it's going to be something like that. And it's going to look terrible. (coughs) Um. Yeah, but the Bears even – I don't even know if they'll draft Caleb. They, they, they might not. It's still I, Marvin then, right? It's still – that. those are the two options probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but what I would do is trade back to like five. And they also – what's mean, their what, actual pick right now? Right. Uh, they're seven and nine. So that – or no. They're, yeah, they're seven and nine. So they'll have a okay. mediocre first-round pick. Um, if they win, if they lose, they could have a higher pick. But um, but who knows? I think the Bears are in a really solid position right now to to assess their draft position. They're in a really comfy spot where they have options. Yeah. Right. You can assess your quarterback situation in the off season. Um, I think they like Fields. I think they're going to go with Fields, especially how strong his season has ended. Um. And I think there's a lot of there's a lot of good like this trade was outstanding for them because look what happens with this number one pick if you say we're we're with Fields we're all in on Fields let's trade back get a receiver get get anything else get a lineman trade back look at the capital they'd be getting even trading back five spots right to then go and invest in even more players and more players and then you also you also get a second first round pick halfway through the first round. It's like, it's like, I feel like, I feel like what they did with the Chase Claypool trade, they've made up for it five times over with, with this, with the this fact guy. that they did that is so, so terrible. They could have had another first round player, but nope. Essentially I mean, a first round player. Yeah. Joey Porter Jr. Like, tra- like Joey Porter Jr. has been borderline shut down. You know, Tyreek Stevenson's been kind of nice for the Bears, though. He's a second-round guy, right? I think so. But uh, with the Bears, even even if you think about it, if they want to take Caleb and move on from Fields, I still think you can get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. I don't know. Okay, but if you're a GM, right, are you trading a first-round pick for Fields? Yeah. Really? Lowered, though, but like not okay. top ten. Does it depend? Does it depend what franchise you're running? Like, how desperate are you for a quarterback? Let's put this in perspective. If I'm the Falcons. I trade a first. Ooh, yeah, I would. I would because then you can incorporate, even though you put so much capital into receivers and weapons. Imagine an imagine a read option style offense, pistol offense with with Bijan Algier. And Justin Fields. Like, and Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is nice. 
that's dangerous. And then, and then look what look what happens when you run play action and you have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller, Johnny Smith. <laughs> Not a bad backup to have. Um, anyway. Yeah, uh, but I think there's some options or some right. teams that it would make sense to trade a first for Justin Fields. But obviously, but, but not a don't do what the Panthers did and trade your whole. I would also all also your picks. I wouldn't give up anything more than a first. Yeah, no, for sure not. I, I think wouldn't. It would be straight up. Maybe I would even want a sixth or a seventh back. This is I was um I said because the Falcons were at pick ten. I was like. Maybe you throw you go like Justin Fields in the third for pick ten. I could I could get behind that. I think a third is valuable enough if you wanted to trade away dude, even a top ten pick, you could get away with Fields in a second. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, but the issue is that second wouldn't be late, so it is valuable. Since you're already trading with the Bears. It would be middle. Right. So it you know. I don't know if they would go for that, but whatever. Um, DJ Ugalele transfers to Florida State, so it's been, it's looking like he will probably be – I would assume he's going to be the starter for next year, depending on how his spring goes. Um, but this guy's a mess. He he had success at Oregon State, and he still transferred. Uh, they won a lot of games, but I guess it just didn't – the fit wasn't right, and he's definitely going to get more attention at Florida State. Um, so, I, I mean – I hope he does well because I like to see players do well. and um, He's just trying to increase his draft stock uh, for next year. You know, a former five-star guy. Yeah. Um, he needs or- – go, Dave. I think, isn't it with the new – with the Pac-12 disbanding, isn't Oregon State going into like – what are they? They're going into like not a great conference, so that's probably why he transferred. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. I didn't think about that, Dave. I think, but um, oh boy, oh boy, we have. I think we might actually have the worst bowl name. Uh, LSU beat Wisconsin in the uh, Rally Quest Bowl, Relia Quest Bowl. Who knows? <laughs> but that is a terrible bowl name. Uh, good game, great game, actually. Uh, Oregon kills Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl. This is a New Year's New Year's Six Bowl, forty-five to six. Another reason why. These smaller schools from worse conferences shouldn't be ranked high. Just, I mean, it's just. But also, Oregon is a very good team. Uh, I think they're better. Maybe you know, I think they're obviously better than Florida State. Not better than Oregon. They're not better than Georgia, but I think they could have been five or six. Yeah, um, Oregon's one of the best teams in the country. That's a tough draw for Liberty. I think it, it's also just unfair that they had to play Washington twice. You know. They, and yeah. they, it's not like they were getting killed in those games. Very, both very good games when they played them, but um, it's just unfortunate. Uh, and I think this is the best Oregon team in a long time. Yeah, it's definitely the. They're definitely a top what, consensus top six team. Uh, Bo Nix is out here breaking yeah. Marcus Mariota's records. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Oregon's good. That's a tough draw for Liberty. I don't know how they would have fared against other ranked teams, but. Oregon yeah. is good. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry, Ben. We're almost done here. Uh, we're finally getting to Tennessee. Tennessee beats Iowa in the 2024 Citrus Bowl. Oh, you can take your time. I'm just – I was looking at something on my phone. Um, uh, ben, uh, yes. did you hear about the Peyton Manning, 
the Peyton Manning and George Kittle bet for this game? I did not. So, obviously, Peyton Manning went to Tennessee. and George. Well, Kittle I figured Peyton Manning probably won the bet because. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Tennessee won. Um, so, they made a bet, and when Iowa lost, George Kittle posted on his story in full Tennessee gear. Um, very, very, and he was had a full smile on his face. I guess that was part of the bet that you can't you have to look happy wearing. Yeah, Tennessee Peyton would throw a wrench in that and say, "Yeah, you have to wear whatever you are and be happy about it." Right. I, I think not Peyton, imagine seeing Peyton in Iowa gear that would scare me. Yeah, I would think he's coming out of retirement to play for the Steelers. <laughs> the our quarterback leads to a Super Bowl. Um, I think he could probably be better than. Ten percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I disagree. As a fifty-year-old, better than you think he's better than uh, Mitch. In the last Probably. year of his career, he was he was a bottom he was a bottom eight quarterback. So, oh. the last year of his career, he got carried by his defense the entire year. Okay. Okay. That's what he's, he's, he's only as good as his defense. And boy, 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 did we have a great college football playoff game. Go Blue. Boy, boy, boy. Michigan beat Alabama in the Rose Bowl. What a fantastic football game. This in was. overtime. 27-20 in overtime. Um, the only thing that made this game worse was the fourth down play call for Alabama. It just wasn't great. And Rough. I think I, I told my dad during the game, I'm like, dude, Alabama needs to go for two if they score this touchdown here. Because I think their defense was so was so gassed. If you if you look look at Michigan just in overtime, just their four plays or whatever, like Corum was just um, it was like gaping holes, like humongous. It was ridiculous, and I just think <laughs> I just think uh, their defense was worn down at that point, and it was just a matter of. Um, a battle of attrition, as they say, war of attrition. Um, so good for Michigan fans, bad for everybody else because they cheated, but whatever. Uh, Washington beat Texas in the Sugar Bowl, a shootout. Um, I was cheering for Washington. I would have been mad with Texas, other than their fans are obnoxious. But Michael Penix is just a baller. Showed why he should have been the highest. He slays it, man. Just an absolute, just, I think he's the best quarterback in college football right now. He Wait, should go higher. He should go number one. I think, you know, if you're the Bears and you still want to trade back and you want to draft a quarterback, you still want that capital, and but still investing in a quarterback, Penix at 10? That's ridiculous. You save Passing a lot of on Caleb Williams to take Michael Penix should be considered a crime. But you probably said that last year if you were to take Bryce Young over Stroud. That's different. It no. Is different. <laughs> what? It's different. What? It is different. That would be like, comparing that would be like me saying, like, taking Drake May over Caleb Williams would be blasphemous. Like, yeah. like there still makes some sense to it, but I probably it, would have said to pick. Can we, can we, why is Drake May such a highly touted prospect? Because he's like, Drake May? I guess. He plays at Unk, buddy. He does play at Uncle. Yeah, he's projected way too high in all the mock drafts I've yeah, looked at. 
For what reason is he projected higher than Penix? Because Penix is a year older than him. He's projected like two and no, three. No, Penix is definitely a couple years older than yeah, Drake. Drake May's young. That is true. What is is he like? Is a he going to declare? Is Drake May a true junior? Drake May's twenty one. So that eighteen nineteen. So he was, he's supposed to be a junior. Whether Penix is twenty three. Is that really substantial? I mean, yeah, I guess it's only that's five. That's two full years. Yeah, but that's five That's five to ten draft positions. I can see that, actually. I can see that. Think about uh, if Drake May was in college for two more years. That Then he'd be the same age as Michael Penix now. Playing for Unk. Dave, Dave has some weird bias against older players, and I just don't get it. Um, there's obviously – it's not like Penix played a full – Five years in college football. I don't know. It's it I just prefer that, them to be younger for development purposes. I get you. I get you. Just re- last thing, <laughs> Jets released Alvin Cook. Um, a little yes. on top to this long sports news. Uh, but we got a lot to cover since we didn't do one last week. So we didn't do a pod last week. So, um, and Ravens fans. Get your hopes up because practice squad Dalvin Cook uh, has been rumored. Nah, after he was released. I mean, please I don't no. know what to tell you. We've got no, Melvin please. Gordon, dude. Please you no. guys are gonna sign every wash running back that will ever play football ever. Hey, and it works. Melvin Gordon had a touchdown last week. Yeah, man. Come on, he's good. He tore Bradley Chubb's ACL. Hit him. Hit him with that. Yeah, move. dude. That was that was nasty. Yeah, getting it, broken by Melvin it, Gordon. Is it torn? Is it torn? Yeah, I think so. It's classic rude. Bradley Chubb. Sorry, I, you know, prayers to him, but he cannot stay healthy. All right, now we can move on to the most important part of my week. Um, Dave, you want to do the? Uh, we weren't, we didn't do picks last week. Um, do you want to do recap for two weeks or just last week? I was just gonna do last week. Uh, okay. Two weeks ago was that was rough. We don't have to. Yeah, don't go over our zero for seven on sweeps two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty Who terrible. Won week, Who won that week? What week? The two weeks ago. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Griffin did. Uh, at eight and eight. Uh, oh boy! Yeah. Don't tell me my record. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll skip that. All right. So. Well, I think I only had six. You guys don't want to know. It's fine. Um, all right. So last week, uh, Ben came in last. He was eight and eight, which is still respectable. Uh, he got his lock, but he does not get his upset. Then I was nine and seven. I got my lock and I got my upset. And then Nate went eleven and five. He was he was the winner this week. Um, he didn't give me upsets or locks. So oh, my fault. Those are just in there as NA. Um, yeah, but we went. We did have a we had a mini comeback on the sweeps. So we went six and three, which is respectable. So now, looking at the uh, the season totals here, um, Nate is still in last even after his good week. He's 125 and 131. It's around 48.8 percent. Ben I'm is up. in second. 132 and 124, around 51.6 percent. Then I'm in first um, at 145 and 111, around 56.6 percent. Then on sweeps, uh, 
where 67 and 59, that's around 53.2%. And, yep, we're winding down on the picks. Only got one more full week left. Um, yeah. Man, oh, we, got go. we got playoffs. <laughs> I know, but we only, that's only. Dave, you're locked up in. Most likely. Well, how many above me are you? You're like 20 plus. I know. I'm. Thirteen you can't up lose. on you. Eh, I'm thirteen up on you, and I'm twenty up on Nate. Right, so you cannot lose. I know you, you can't. You're you're so seven up on Nate. Games. Yeah, makes sense. All right. All right. So we'll get right into our picks. Uh, first game, we got Steelers at. One seed Ravens plus three and a half. Uh, I guess I got to go first since I won last week. Yeah, sure, whatever you want. Uh, give me the big winner. Give me Steelers. Ravens arresting their players. It's an away game. Steelers have won this game the last like three years or something. Two or three years, they've won the late game at Baltimore. Uh, we're starting Mason this week, which is a good call, in my opinion. He's on a heater. Let's do my uh, Rudolph Rudolph Sanity for a little bit. Um, try to get that playoff spot going. Um, the Ravens have nothing to play for. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the Ravens here. I don't know if they'll win, but it's a divisional game. The Ravens are at home. I think they'll play it close enough to where they can cover here. You know. We'll see, but I'm I'm taking the Ravens here. Let's go, Tyler Huntley. Um, he's better than Kenny Pickett is, so let's go Ravens. Kenny Pickett's not playing. Exactly. He's just saying in general. Um, I'm also taking the Ravens. I think they can definitely stay within a field goal. So that's that's my my thought. I think Todd Gurley's probably going to go off. I mean, not Todd Gurley. Melvin Gordon's probably going to go off. I was talking to someone about Todd Gurley today. Sorry. Right. I wish it Todd Gurley. It would be so good. Uh, Texans at Colts, minus one and a half. Uh, Stroud's back. That obviously reflected in their dominance last week. So give me the Texans. Not much not much of a problem. Even though it's a divisional game, not much of a problem for them. Yeah, I think um uh, thinking the same thing. Give me the Texans here. They're back to kind of being healthy. And the Colts are, you know, they're a solid team. I really think the Texans are, are just overall better, and so I'm going to take the Texans here. You know, so I could I, I could I could make you guys mad. Yeah? Because if you look at the spread. Oh, my goodness. This dude's going to take a Texans uh, upset. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's not my upset, but I'm taking the Texans. I like C.J. Stroud. I think Nico Collins is a stud. Um, and Devin Singletary. Solid back. Solid fantasy guy. He is. Very solid. I mean, he's, he yeah. is on my team. Late, late wire accusation. He's been very good. Yeah, because Damian Pierce was trash. Yeah, he's he just been tried. Really, he just hasn't been trying. Yeah. Uh, it shows. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at Saints minus three and a half. Um, mm. This is terrible. This game has major playoff implications. Um, give me the Falcons in, in an upset this week. That's your upset? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. The Falcons really haven't been good. They just kind of stink. And the Saints, they've got something to play for. They're at home. I think they can win this game. I think they can win it by more than uh, more than three points here. So give me the Saints. I'm taking the Saints, although I don't like this game. Um, I think uh, they're going to come out on top. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Next Good. week, or not next week, next game, we have Browns at Bengals, minus five and a half. I have the Browns here to cover, not to win. The Bengals, Jake Browning, heater is done. Browns have nothing to play for. Um, guaranteed the way game, but I also think they're guaranteed that first playoffs or first wild card spot. Um, depending, yeah, no, I think they are, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, but um, yeah, I just got the Browns here to cover. I, I maybe I see like a Bengals field goal. Yeah, the Browns' defense, I think, will be able to keep him in this game. I just don't think the Bengals are that good. So I'm also taking the Browns to cover. I think they can stay close enough in this game. Yep. I'm going with the Browns as my upset. Um, I think uh, Flacco is um, a very scary human being. So um, he's not but, playing, huh? He's not playing, but why not? Uh, rest. Yeah, resting Flacco. DTR. Who is it, really? No, it's not DTR. It's it's Jeff Driscoll. Oh, oh, perfect. Even better. Um, by the way, change my Falcons upset. I still I'm still picking them, but they're not my upset. Okay, Nate. Um, I'll keep that in mind. Next week, next game. I'm sorry. Uh, Jags at Titans plus five and a half. Upset. Give me, give me Ryan Tannehill and the Titans to uh, upset a slumping Jags team who has looked very sluggish, sluggish for the last five or six weeks. Um. So yeah. Ugh. This is. Ugh. Four to five. I don't like this. I don't like this spread. I think. Ugh. I don't I see a world Jags, where Jacksonville wins by six. That's the problem. Yeah. I think the Jags will win this game, but I also don't see them winning by, like, a touchdown. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Titans. Uh, I think they can cover. They're not – they're a pretty solid team. Not anything special, but they're good enough to keep uh, a struggling Jags team in check. See, the games get really boring at the end of the year. Um both of these teams have struggled all year. Have they? Yeah. But I'm going to take the Jags. All right. Quick and to the point there. Uh, Vikings at Lions minus five and a half. Oh, boy. The Vikings just got nothing left in them, you know. They were eliminated last week after not playing well against the Packers. Lions ending the season on a high note. Let's just have them winning by a touchdown. One thing that's unfortunate for the Vikings is that they are without a doubt a playoff contender with Kirk. For yeah, sure. I think so. I think they've been held down by injuries all year. Definitely. Um, but they've also they also started 0 three with Kirk. So it's like you know, you you take you get 
you get two of those three and you're sitting at nine and seven right now, hoping to get a wild card spot with whoever you have at quarterback. So it's like, you know, you can't drop those games. Same thing with the Steelers, right? You can't drop the Cardinals and the Patriots. You can drop one of them. But if you win one of those two, you're sitting at 10 wins right now in a much better spot. Yep. Um, Who'd you take, Nate? Who'd I went pick? Lions. I'm going to take the Vikings. I don't think the Lions really have too much to play for. I think with the Vikings, maybe Nick Mullins does a little auditioning for um, you know a future job. And I think they keep it close enough. Nick Mullins is elite. Um, you know, so is the goofball, I guess. I don't even know if he's playing. I don't know what he's up to. But The spread is making me question if he is playing. I don't know. But the spread makes me think he is playing. Right. I'm not uh-huh. sure. But their backup's Hendon Hooker, so that will be fun to watch, right? It would be. Mm. Uh, who you going with then? I'm taking the Lions. I still think that they're just so defeated they can't really do much. Yeah, that's what I was. So I'm going Lions. Tough year to be a Vikings fan again. So much high high expectations going into the year, just injury bug. Uh, Jets at Patriots, a game no one wants to watch, except for Jets and Patriots fans. Even then, it's questionable. Um, this you is, think this Ty game, will enjoy this game? Huh? You think Ty will enjoy this game? He I doesn't even watch the games. It. He doesn't? I wouldn't either. He can't get them on TV. That's what he says. Uh, that is true. Stream East or something. That's what I tried to tell him. I was like, just go and stream East, but they're not worth watching, I guess, anyways. Yeah, they're not. not worth getting a virus on your phone, I guess. Uh, virus free, man. Uh... Minus two and a half. This has very high draft implications, I guess. Um, so we'll see. But do we even – can we just skip? Can we just not pick this game? Yeah, this uh, game's pretty terrible. Give me the – I know what I'm going for this game. Wilson's give me those Jets. Jets. I'm going with, with the New York Jets. Yeah, give me those Jets. You know, Patriots coming off the heater. Oh, it could be Belichick's last game. There's no way Belichick's last game in New England isn't a win. Give me the Patriots. I talked to a Patriots fan about him uh, getting fired um, a couple weeks ago, and uh, they said there's no way he gets fired. I said definitely getting fired. There's a way. There's definitely a way. If there's a will, there's a way. Earl said they're training a first. Are they going to get a first for him? From the Chargers. Nobody's going to give away a first-round pick for a 74-year-old coach. I don't know if he's 70. How old is he? I don't know. He's probably like 65 or something. He's old, though. 74? Or older. Let me look it up. He might be that old, like, actually. Uh, he's not in his 70s. He's 71. Really? All right. Uh, did everybody make their pick? Yes. yes. Uh, Bucks at Panthers, plus five and a half. Panthers are just give me the Buccaneers. Give me Bucks. This is my lock of the week. They got something to play for. The the Panthers can play. Panthers spoiler. don't even have an incentive to lose though. They don't even have their first round pick. So I mean, I, who knows? I don't. But give me the Bucks. They're my lock. 
I'm taking the Bucks. I don't know why, but um, let's go Baker. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Sean Tucker. He'll probably play a lot. Um, he might, yeah. Next, we have Bears at Packers, minus three and a half. Bears are on a heater right now. They're looking they're looking borderline elite right now. Um, building on the next year, we've obviously talked a lot about the Bears early on in this podcast. The Packers, uh, still confused, and it's the last game of the season, as I should be since they're the definition of average at 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, Jordan Love will do his thing once every three games or something. Um, but I'm, I'm taking, even though the Bears historically don't play well in Green Bay, I'm taking the Bears here to uh, continue on their streak and end the year on a strong note. Bears are going to be my upset this week. I think they stay hot and take this momentum into next season. Same page. Um, I'm taking the Packers. Mm. I don't know why. I'm taking the Packers. Don't know Fair why? Enough. No. Yeah, you know, I'm, just, I'm just having fun this week. Oh, yeah. You're having fun playing Matt. Yeah, I am, actually. Uh, next, we have Dallas at Commanders plus 13 and a half. Commanders are so bad. Ever since... You know, Ben Ben's been trickling off in his picks ever since the commanders started falling off. Um, because that was just his safety. Um so they were good. Sam Howe was a stud. The Cowboys have nothing to play for, I don't think, maybe other than the seeding. Uh they can't get the one seed, but this is still gonna be my lock of the week for them to win. Yeah. That's fair. I was thinking doing that as well. But I am going to take the Commanders. I think they can cover this game. Yeah, I think they can very easily cover. I'm, I'm taking the Commanders to cover here. I don't think they can win, but maybe Jacoby. Is it? I don't even know if it's Jacoby Brissett or Sam Howe, but I think, I think they Sam can. Howell. Either because or. Sam Howell played really well last week, right? Okay. I'm not sure, but I'm, regardless of the quarterback, I'm I'm still going. What the hell? Sorry about that, gentlemen. Um, who you going with them? Sam Howe was uh, terrible last week. I'm he taking was. Washington Commanders. I think he can definitely cover in that game. So maybe he was just falling in the first quarter. I don't know. Oh, it, it, was was the, it was the Niners game. He got yeah. he was toast. He had one touchdown and two picks. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Broncos at Raiders minus two and a half. Raiders defense has been playing really well, and I really hope Antonio Pierce gets the job. He won't, but I mean he's worked wonders for this team, just like the interim head coach did after Gruden left. Um, I just think the Raiders are going to keep falling tripping over their own feet by bringing in a new another head coach. Um, you can only see the defensive development that's been going on the last few weeks. Um, the Broncos are the definition of dysfunction right now. Um, I guess Jared Stidham is starting? I think so, yep. Um, but give me the Raiders here to lean on their defense again and get another win. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders as well. The Broncos are kind of in a in a weird spot. They've also just been in a weird spot for the past two seasons. So I guess they're not strangers to it exactly. But the Raiders I, so they're, have been they're good. in a better spot. They're in a better spot than last year. 
Yeah, I mean, they're in a better spot, but, like, there's still just a bunch of stuff going on with that right. team. Especially for the money that's in that roster, it's just like... Yeah, and, I mean, they really did have a chance. I thought they were gonna might sneak into the playoffs, but they kind of sabotaged themselves there. Losing but, games they should have won. Yeah, you got to beat the Patriots at home. Say same thing about the Steelers. Right. Taking the Raiders, though. Taking the Raiders. I'm also taking the Raiders. I think the Broncos are just so upset and tragic. Yeah, the most of the trade didn't work out for them. So Jarrett Stidham, love that guy. They got to figure out what to do at quarterback. They got a great backup, though. Stidham is a backup. I'd love to have him on my team. Um, You've got three backups on your team right now. Good one, Dave. Anyway, <laughs> I think Mitch. I'm sorry, is Nate. Get... I'm sure they'll beat us this week. So I think I Mitch is going to get cut, and they're going to save like eight million dollars. So, you know, when we sign Dalvin Cook for a one-year eight million dollars, you can let me know. You can let me know how with that with the with the boosted running back. How mad do you think running backs are that Dalvin Cook is terrible? And just absolutely deteriorated their market value. He really is cooking their market, like, terribly. Yeah. It's just, it's... Josh Jacobs wanted money. He's just mediocre. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not good. It's absolutely astounding how, how it's not even a gradual regression for running backs. It's literally one year they go for 1,000 yards, the next year, over. It's career, done. It's not even, pretty, pretty Not wild. even, like, during the year, just, like, out of camp. Just like it's anticipated out of camp that they're going to be terrible, and it's Maybe, always right. I guess, yeah. I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. Cook, he's he's awful now. Whoever signs him, the Jets why? and the Ravens is where all good running backs go to die. Let's yep. just Ravens let's love get it. Yep. At least the Ravens pick up running backs who are just already done and sign them for cheap. But like the Jets, Le'Veon Bell, Dalvin Cook. Frank Gore, Ladanian Tomlinson, just like hot of bags. Um, all right, anyway, Chiefs at Chargers minus one and a half. Um, give me Chiefs here. The Chargers are just so bad, and even though the Chiefs have very little to play for, I'm just Chad Henney still their backup. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs here too. I don't. The Chargers are terrible. I mean, they could win this game, and I mean, like, you know, go ahead, Chargers, if you want to win this game. But, like, I'm <laughs> this game is pointless. Both these teams are extremely disappointing. But give me the Chiefs. All right. The Chiefs, um, they look terrible, but they're, they they got to be better than Chargers, Chargers, right? So give me the Chiefs. Hope so. All right. Uh, Rams at 49ers, minus three and a half. 49ers secure a bye. They're not going to be playing their starters. Uh, give me the Rams here to win. Uh, I think they've got a lot of a lot of fire here. Wait, the Rams think, also aren't playing for anything. You here. think Carson Wentz is going to beat the Niners here? Wait, wait. Sorry, give me the 49ers. I forgot the Rams clinch. I think the Rams, the 49ers backups surpass the Rams backups. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners here as well. If Carson Wentz goes into San Fran and keeps this game close, I mean, hats off to him, I guess. But I'm, I'm not, 
not feeling Buddy's right. playing for a contract in Atlanta right now. He, he really is. That'd be cool. I'd like to see him in an Atlanta Falcons jersey. I wouldn't. Well, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. You going with Ben Niners? Uh, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers, although I like the Rams and they're my franchise team. Um, I like the Niners, so let's go Niners. Um, next, we have Eagles at Giants, plus five and a half. Um, you know, if I'm the Eagles, I'm assuming the Eagles are resting their starters. I'm assuming. But if I'm if I'm Nick Sirianni, I'm playing all. I'm playing. I'm playing my whole offense. Defense, you can. Not my secondary. I'm starting my secondary. Okay, starting my secondary. And I'm starting my whole offense. This is ridiculous. I don't know yeah, what's I'm, going on with the Eagles. They're getting cooked in the secondary. Even getting gashed by James Conner all game. They're injury riddled. Well, we know why. I mean, when you lose an elite talent. At the coaching position, like Jonathan Gannon, I mean, like come on now, Jonathan Gannon, he goes in, goes into Philly, easy W, Cardinals get that win. Apparently, apparently it was easy. For I him. mean, he should how, be how the head was, coach. How, how sweet was that for Jonathan Gannon? I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was having Probably a great time. Job. Secured his job for next year. Rondale Moore was, you know. I honestly, think, I honestly think Jonathan Gannon could could do some damage with the Cardinals. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. They are um, the best four win team that I've ever seen in my entire life. They need some receivers and they need a tight end, and they'll be good. Actually, they have McBride. McBride's pretty solid, actually. McBride's had one of the best rookie years for a tight end. Ever. I forgot about that. Yeah, they need. I think they just need maybe another receiver and the second year. You think James Conner is serviceable? Second year, I think so. I thought he was a rookie. Oh, you might be right. I'm he, might, he might still be getting rookie votes, though. I think he no, didn't. No, no. They don't do that in the NFL. They don't. Do okay, that. sorry. Uh, but I yeah. think I thought Trey McBride was a rookie this year. Let me double check. We need a quant here to help us. Um, yeah, but Jonathan Gannon's that dude. We need yeah, that Jamie. should be that's Jamie, the real Jamie, head coach. Jamie, pull this up for me, real quick. Um, uh, he was drafted in 2022, so you're right. You're right. He's a second-year player. But anyway, he's having a phenomenal year. Breakout yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. His season um, last year was good, too. They don't sleep on the on the Colorado tight ends, Colorado State, but don't oh, sleep yeah. on the on the mountain tight ends. For the little use that he had, he wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't know how the Cardinals managed to lose 12 games this year. I really don't. I thought Josh Dobbs. They've played teams so close. And I think Kyler, they should ride with Kyler, in my opinion. They kind of have to with his contract. But also, I don't think it's a bad idea anyways. I I thought he came back off his injury and played very well. Yeah, he looks good. Um, He has special teams. He has some good special team stats, too. Yeah, he's a a hustler. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I don't think any of us picked for the Eagles game. I apologize for getting us sidetracked with the Jonathan uh, game. Being sorry. an elite head coach. Yeah, but last year Trey had twenty nine catches for two sixty five. On only yeah, thirty nine targets. That's not that's like what, almost ten yards of catch? Yeah. Nine point one. That's not bad. Um, he's been really good this year. I mean that's basically that's every time really he good. every time he gets the ball, he's getting the first down. Almost. 
I'm assuming it's the Cardinals last year and they started like first and 20, first and 15. This year his average is, is 10.1. This year his average is 10.1. 70 catches on 100 targets for 791. Gosh, get him on a good offense. Like, get him on a – if he's on the Chiefs right now, you know. offense isn't terrible. They just need a Kyler. They didn't have but him I'm all saying, Get him on a team where, where a tight end is very high in volume and it's a competent, like – Good offense. He's not right. huge either. He's only six four. Pretty big. But... Taller than me. Taller than you. Think, think just I know. Just think about like like me in in shoes. Um, but sixty you, pounds. You in shoe. You in what? Four inch platforms. He's six four. I'm six three. You six two on a good day. No, I'm not. You were six two, fully rolled out. I'm not even shrinking. I'm getting taller, if anything. You are six. You are six two. If you were like flat, I'll send you a picture on my way home, or when I'm done. I got. I got you. Are you just gonna take a picture with a measuring tape? No, I'm gonna have my dad measure me. You stand back to back with your dad. No, he's like five four. I know. Uh, anyway, sorry. Do we pick? I picked you. Nope. Uh. I would like the Eagles too. Let's just let's just go there. I'm very skeptical about them winning by. Give me those Giants. Yep. No, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about them covering. Um, do I have a lock yet, Dave? <laughs> let's check. Way to keep track of your picks, buddy. Um. Nope. Neither does Nate. So. Yes, I do. Yes, I Who's do. I lock? pick the Cowboys. I pick the Cowboys. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Ben actually doesn't, though, yeah, which is fine. Ben, think about your pick real quick while I announce the game. Uh, Seahawks at Cardinals plus three and a half. Um, Cardinals? Do these teams have anything to play for? Um, the, yeah, the Seahawks are out. Um, give me the Cardinals here, actually, to win. At home, Jonathan Gannon ends the year on a spectacular note. Strong. Look bad last week against their defense looked horrendous against the Steelers. Give me the Bucks. Bucks. That's gotcha. your lock. That's actually yeah, they're playing the Panthers. Yeah, but the Panthers got the fire in their gut with David Tapper. Tapper. They don't. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. You get, did you go Gannon? You, I'm assuming you went Jonathan Gannon. I said Cardinals. I don't know what yeah. that said. Ben went. Oh, yeah. I yeah, didn't pick it, but I'm taking the Cardinals. Gotcha. Yeah, we dang, we swept on the on the Cardinals. So the power Jonathan Gannon. We swept. Um, uh, Bills at Dolphins plus three and a half. This is the last game, and this is you know, give me the Dolphins here because uh, I know the Bills are on a heater, but I need the Dolphins to win if the Titans don't. So I'm not going to have conflicting picks. Um, I'm not going to have conflicting picks where I'm, I don't know who to cheer for. So give me the Dolphins. I'm taking the fence here as well. I'm not a big Bills believer. And yeah. the Dolphins, I think they're going to come back strong after, you know, a pretty terrible week last week. I think they come back. They play well. Um, I don't know if Waddle's going to play. I'm not sure about Mostert either. Um, I think Waddle's definitely more important to their team. I mean, because A-Chain looked fantastic. He was like the one bright spot last week. 
for the fence. Yeah, yeah. But think, I think the, if when when got outside the tackles, um, he was very very good. But the issue is on that Ravens defense, you're not getting outside of the tackles, um, getting around the edge very often. So right, elite edges, away, Clowney. Uh, I heard Owe a, a couple times. He turned into Jason. He was Jason? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. He was – wait, which one is better? Odafe. It's Odafe. It's Odafe. Jason is zero stacks at Penn State. Oh, boy. That's Jason. Zero stacks in the NFL, too. The least productive, you know. He's not – Fair enough. No, he's, he's – hey, hey, the the name change was, was opposite of, of Chad Ochocinco. He's short? Wait, no. No, because Ochocinco started being bad when he changed from Johnson to Ochocinco. Yeah, I guess for Jason always, like if it's relative. He's better as Odafe. Relative, he's better as Odafe. But, like, what is that saying? I don't know. <laughs> what is, what is, what is coming off the edges is ridiculous. What, what is going from zero to four sacks really doing? He's got he's five. Got, he's got five. Come on. He's got five. How I don't many know does he have, too? How many TFLs does he have? I think Highsmith only has, like, eight, so I don't know. Tell me, how many QB pressures? These edges getting drafted in the first round at pick 32 are really insanely mid. Um, I'm taking the Bills, though, by the way. Uh, He just wants to be different. Uh, I like Josh Allen. Yeah, I can see the Bills. I just don't understand why people are so high on the Bills. Sure, they won four straight, but, like, look at at last week's game. Like, last week's game, it was, like, they were – it was so sloppy. Um – you could tell too because if you're watching the red zone, every game is at halftime, and the Patriots Bills game is eight minutes. It's still eight minutes left in the second half. There was like six turnovers in the first half. Granted, four were like the Patriots, the, but they didn't look good. Like I know it's a division game. It's cold. It's in Foxborough, but like you're gonna beat the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins looked rough last week, but the 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 Ravens made the 49ers look silly two weeks ago. They're just game planning better than everybody in the league right now, and they're hitting they're hitting a mark that they haven't hit since that Lamar 2019 MVP season. Um, and it looks like in a very weak, you know, MVP competition, Lamar's going to win MVP. Um, but, you know, shout out to him. But, yeah, I just don't see why everybody's so high on the Bills I don't. I, mean, I don't know about you, Dave and Ben, but I don't think they've necessarily played great. Yeah, agreed. The Bills have had some bad losses, and like even we just saw recently, the that win against the Chargers was pretty um, lackluster. Right. Um, like yeah. it looks like they're playing down to opponents right now. Yeah, I think the Bills can for sure be a good team and a threat in the playoffs, but. As of right now, I, they need to show they need to show me something uh, against the Finns this week. Um, right. Well, if they win, yeah. they're in. So we'll see. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, like look, they did beat. Wow. I. I. Okay. I take a little bit of it back because I forgot they beat the Cowboys thirty-one to ten. Um, but the uh, Cowboys that was a random game. Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys are inconsistent. Um, 
But even then, Josh Allen only threw for 94 yards and a touchdown. But that's the game. Remember, James Cook went off. Um, James Cook game. But yeah, like their last two wins are Chargers, Patriots. It's like, and it was 24 to 22 and 27 21. Um, and they beat a Chiefs team that was like in that's like the start of their slump. Um, they've still been slumping uh, ever since. So it's like, yeah, they beat two good teams, but like those those last two wins, rocky wins. Uh, for those teams. I know Foxborough is a very hard place to play late in the year, but still. But yeah, uh, that's it for the picks, and I think that's it for the pod this week, boys. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. This may be our longest other than the um, the draft special. I don't know. Well, well, we have an excuse. We're making up for two weeks worth of content here. True, I agree. There's nothing wrong with, with having a long episode. Um, after a long break. After a long break. It wasn't long enough, though. Twelve days Agreed. of sports. That's a lot of sports. Yeah, especially some pretty intense sports. Having yeah, having college pl- having college playoff during break and having and some Gordon, intense and NFL Gordon, games. An Aaron Gordon dog bite and a Tyree Kill house fire. It's just like there's so much stuff going on. <laughs> I think you're gonna bring that up, but all right. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, this has been the Sports Code Sportscast. Thanks, Dave and Nate. What do you have to say? Uh, do you have anything to say, Dave? No, all you. All right. Stay classy, Cardinals.